When I saw the email come across my inbox, my heart sank and I literally grasped my chest like I was having a heart attack. My heart was broken in a million pieces, all from just one email. On today's episode four of Talk Diaries, we're going to be talking about the hard conversation of getting fired or having an unhappy client and how you overcome it all while dealing with the hurt and disappointment of being rejected. So stay tuned. So I started off by talking to you guys about a recent situation where a client decided that I wasn't just the right fit for them. And it hurt. It hurt so bad that I cried all the way home as I was talking on the phone to my friends, telling them, what do you think? What do you think I did? It has to be them. All the emotions that go through being rejected, being broken up with, the anger, the sadness, the what did I do? What could I have done differently? All those things rolled through my mind. Now, let me tell you, when we were at the engagement session for this particular client, we vibed. We had fun. They laughed. They smiled. The whole session when I got it back on film and I got it, you know, reviewed my digitals, beautiful, on point with what my work looks like. Nothing looked different. There was nothing out of place. The exposure looked right. We shot natural light. You guys know I love natural light. The posing was on point with what I normally do. And I just didn't get it. When the email came across my inbox, I felt like I had been gut punched. This was a client that I was looking forward to shooting their weddings. And I feel like that about every client. Normally when a client hires me, it's so much more than just about photography. It's like a relationship. So I think that's why when I got that email that they had decided I wasn't the right fit after seeing just their sneak peeks, they didn't even see the full gallery. It hurt really bad, but it also made me go into self-reflection mode. I, it took me back to a time where I had been fired earlier on in my career. I had a client, they were a same sex couple who I had photographed, I was about two weddings, two years into my business and their session again, fun, had a great time, was on point with my brand. It was a little bit of a harder session. It was in the Redwoods, but we shot at the right time of day, found the right places. The poses looked great, but if I had have done what I did now, then I probably could have avoided what happened at my most recent breakup. And I call it a breakup because that's really what it felt like. Back then I had gotten the email. They wanted to um, interview other photographers. And I remember being so hurt and frustrated and, you know, I was mad and I, you know, immediately did what a lot of us do. And we share it with our friends and what do you think? And they have to be wrong. And there was that whole gamut in my mind But what I didn't realize is that the client did not like her nose. And a lot of my poses are side profile poses. And so even though a client looked at my, she looked at my work and she felt like she loved it. There wasn't a time in that session that 
I probably didn't pose them sideways except for the couple of photos of them looking at the camera. I didn't learn anything from that situation. I counted it as a loss. It was on them. It was their problem. They should have looked at my work harder. They should have understood the way I do it. And so I counted it as a loss and I moved on. And because I don't come across situations like this very often, and thank goodness, because it's hard to go through a breakup and being fired, I didn't learn anything. I didn't grow. So when this situation came up again, I realized it's a little bit more than just something's wrong with the client, but I need to do a little bit of self-reflecting on my end. So I want to walk you guys through some unhealthy ways of processing a situation like this. Let's be real. If you are a creative and you have been in business for any period of time, you're going to get an email or a phone call from a client that they're not happy with you and they don't want to come back to you. They don't want to repeat their business with you or they just want to move on or maybe it's fixable, but right now they're not really happy. They're pissed off. And it feels like we go into defense mode right away. Because the reality is, for a lot of us, this is much more than just about money. It's about art and how we process the artistic process, how we put our stank on the images, how we put our stank on our branding. And now you just took that and you it feels like it was trashed, right? It feels like someone said, well, this isn't good enough, i.e. you're not good enough. We have a way of really personalizing a negative experience. How could you not? But here's a couple of things that I think make it even worse. Number one, the blame game. So when we get that email or that phone call, we initially go into defense mode that, nope, mm -mm, this looks just like everything else that I do. This is exactly the way that I photograph it all the time. I photograph at this location 50 times this year and they all look the same. Why is this one person unhappy? We start to make the client the victim or, or, you know, we start to, I'm sorry, we start to make ourselves the victim and we make the client the perpetrator. There's something wrong with the client if they're saying this about me because nothing looks different than what it has ever looked like. So it has to be them. And to reinforce our point, we jump on Facebook, we share the link to that gallery with our girlfriends, our photography girlfriends and boyfriends, and we say, isn't this beautiful? The client didn't like dot, dot, dot. If you even know what the client didn't like, in some cases, you don't even know what they didn't like because you didn't even call them to figure out what the problem was. So you share this link and all of a sudden all your friends are like, girl, this is beautiful. They're tripping. They must have something wrong with their heads. Forget them. Just ignore them. Just, and all of a sudden you start getting all this ridiculous advice because you have friends in the industry who want to protect your heart. And trust me, I want to be protected too. So I understand that you want to get that reinforcement that it wasn't you. And in a lot of cases, maybe it wasn't you. But blaming the client that there's something wrong with the client because your work looks just like your work did isn't healthy. Because the reality is, what if your work looked not like your normal work? What if you're new in the industry and your work is all over the place? 
by someone jumping on there and telling you that you're right and the client is wrong, that's not going to help you grow at all. I just recently saw a gallery from someone that popped up on one of these Facebook situations and the gallery, to be honest with you, didn't look like what their normal work looked like. They might've had an off day, but nobody was going to tell them that. And so therefore it just perpetuated and reinforced what she was saying or he was saying. So now he walks away thinking, oh, I'm good. I knew it wasn't me. It was the client. When in actuality, no, dude, it didn't look like your normal work. I think you might've had an off day, but we all lied to you. And now you're feeling like you're validated. That's dangerous, you guys. It's not healthy. You're not going to grow. You're not going to get better with your shooting style. And you're going to piss off a client even more by going back to them and saying, well, it looks like my work, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, That's not good. I've heard photographers blaming their camera gear. Well, the client's upset because the images look like this and my, my photos, you know, I can't shoot in low light. I can't shoot in bright light. I can't, you know, you're blaming the gear. I've seen photographers create amazing work off of non-professional camera gear, non, you know, professional lenses, and they out there killing the game. So blaming your gear is not going to cut it. Knowing the limitations of your gear will help you have a better conversation with your client to say, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you want me to photograph in this dungeon, but my camera gear doesn't handle dungeons or whatever it is that they're trying to do, or they're trying to shoot at the beach at noon and saying, you know, I just don't have the range on my camera gear to be able to handle that. But I would love to photograph you at three o'clock where the sun is a little softer. This is your business and you are the professional. And so blaming the client for shooting at bad times and bad times of day, I actually would put that back on you and say, you didn't educate your client on letting them know this is not the best time to photograph. My gear, as beautiful as it is, has certain times a day it likes to be used in, unless if I'm gonna be using off-camera flash. Knowing your limitations as an artist and communicating that to your client in a way that does not make you sound unprofessional. So for an example, I have, when I, before I started doing off-camera flash, I would tell my clients, you know what, shooting at noon for me uh, is probably not the best time to shoot. My style is more natural. I love to shoot during sunset where the lighting is a lot softer. I don't use flash. So it's really important that we shoot at certain times of day. They're looking at me like, oh, okay, so she's like the subject matter expert. When in reality, I just didn't know how to use off-camera flash yet, but I knew how to speak to them in a way that made them feel like I shoot at this time of day to get the best look. This is language I still use, even though I know how to use off-camera flash now, I still use language like that. Not having a proper timeline at a wedding is not an excuse to miss out on major parts of a wedding day cake cutting, sunset, those are all excuses and placing blame on areas that you should not be placed blame on. This should be like, uh, it probably was me. I probably screwed this one up because I didn't have a proper timeline in place with the client. I just showed up and just started shooting 
willy nilly. Now I have a girlfriend who doesn't use timelines and she is amazing. But listen, she's also photographed probably 200 weddings. So if you're two weddings in, you can't be working and rocking it like her who's got 200 weddings. Get your timelines in order, you guys. Don't be afraid to take the lead and say, we're going to do a timeline. We're going to shoot this at this time of day. We're going to, you know, and then you're going to say, I'm going to use this camera gear and this. I'm going to be doing these certain things throughout your day to make sure I capture it in a way that we're all on the same page. Communication is key. The next thing is don't be super hard on yourself because at the end of the day, you are a human being. I know in the last section, I told you it's important that you take responsibility, but it's also important that you give yourself some leeway for being human, that being open to hearing the feedback from the client is going to give you an opportunity to process and grow. Asking the client what went wrong from your perspective, put yourself in their shoes What went wrong that you were unhappy with whatever it was that they were unhappy with? If you have an opportunity to talk to the client, if you don't have an opportunity to talk to the client, then it might take a lot of self-reflection on your part to say, okay, well, let me figure out here through this process. If I put myself in the client's shoes, where did things go awry? And then the next thing is, once you figure out what that is, does that mean that your process should change? Is there something that should change about the way that you run your business? Let me give you an example. After having the experience with that same sex couple a couple of years back, I should have changed my process then. Is there things about your body that you are uncomfortable with that I can help to hide for you? Because then I probably would have never experienced what I did with my most recent client. There was probably something about that shoot on her body that she did not like, but because I did not ask, I did not know. And I proceeded as if I would with any other client and I treated her like I did anyone else. And in her case, she needed a little bit more loving and I didn't give it to her because I didn't ask. So it's important to decide, is this experience going to change my process? Moving forward, am I going to require a timeline for my weddings? Am I going to require only a specific shooting time for my sessions? That way you can let your clients know, I only shoot at this time for these reasons, because maybe you had a bad experience with shooting in harsh light and you're not ready to really take on noon harsh light clients yet. You're still learning. It's okay to be open and honest and say, I I need to make some changes here to make sure that I don't feel this ever again, because it sucks. Feeling that way sucks. Also, shoot something creative. After you have your 24-hour pity party, and I believe you should be allowed to have one, maybe you go and you eat, you know, some chocolate chip cookies and milk, which is kind of my go-to. Maybe you're a a cupcake gal. I know a girl who loves cupcakes or maybe you're a wine person or all of the above. Allow yourself some time to process and feel the feelings that you feel and then take a step back and say, I'm not going to let this define me. I'm going to not let this stop me from moving forward. I'm going to pick up my camera. I'm going to get back in the saddle. I'm going to walk the block and shoot some flowers. I'm going to photograph my dogs. I'm going to photograph my kids. Because at the end of the day, 
like your your heart is going to be like don't don't do this to me again I don't want to experience this kind of hurt just quit I know people who have put their cameras down after an experience of being fired by a client and didn't photograph anything for a year like that's a whole year of creativity that you lost out on because somebody hurt your feelings or because you didn't you weren't ready to take accountability for your part in it that sucks The world missed out on your beautiful images or your beautiful florals because you had your feelings hurt. Pick up the camera, you guys, and keep moving forward. Get out of your feelings. You have to think like a business owner if you're trying to make this a business. Now, if you're in this for fun and you're just being creative, it's a creative outlet. Okay, that's a different story. But if you are trying to build a business that is sustainable and long lasting, and you want to be able to do this when you're 80 years old, you have to get out of your feelings. You have to start thinking like a business owner. You have to be willing to take negative feedback or constructive criticism because it's going to stretch you and mold you into a better business woman or a businessman. You have to ask yourself in every situation that comes up that may not be ideal, is there something I can do to fix the situation? I'm going to tell you right now, negative feedback can go far and wide. If someone has something negative to say about you and they don't like you, times that by 10 and then by 10 more. Because now, and don't let it happen more than once. Oh, Lord. If you don't handle a situation right, maybe two or three times, your business starts to become labeled and you don't want that. Picking up the phone and having a hard conversation, your heart might be pounding, you may be feeling sick, you might need to take 24 hours and pray on it, but picking up that phone and saying, hey, can we talk? I want to hear what happened. I want to know what you thought. Or maybe the client gave you every single detail of what they thought. Take 24 hours and reply back and address their issues and their concerns. You don't have to bend over and, and, you know, take everything that they give you and, you know, just give it to them for free now and all that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you have to accommodate every single thing. But if there is an area in their complaint that you can fix, fix it. It might salvage a relationship. I had a bride several years back that was not happy that I was five five minutes late to her getting ready. I was looking for parking in Huntington Beach. Have you ever been to Huntington Beach? The parking is crazy, crazy, crazy. I still got there. I still photographed all her details. And she was mad. She was so mad, y'all that she literally sent me a message after her wedding and was like, here's all the things of how your five minutes impacted my day. And some of it, I was like, holy crap, I didn't think of it that way. And some of it, I was like, come on, girl, are you for real right now? But instead of me getting in my, and trust me, I got in my feelings. I called my girlfriend. I was like, can you believe her? I can't believe it. She was like, girl, she crazy. And it was the whole thing of what I told you guys not to do. Like for real, toe to toe, image to image. It was exactly what I told you guys not to do. But what I did do, because I had moved past some of my own insecurities at that point, 
I had gotten a little bit more seasoned in the business is I called her and we talked and I cried because she was upset. I felt so terrible because at the end of the day, this was her day and she was upset about so many other things outside of just the photography, you know, outside of just me being late. She was upset at so many things that I just think she needed someone to hear her, to listen to her. And because of that, we now have a relationship. I can, I message her and she messages me. Oh, your son's getting so big or, oh girl, how's your dog doing? And, you know, and we talk. It's not all the time, but because I picked up the phone and I called her and we had a conversation, it did not define how we move forward. Do you understand what I'm saying, you guys? How if you let this thing get worse, it can perpetuate into something really ugly for your business. And next thing you know, you've got a negative stigma on you that you don't deserve. We got to do better. The last thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to wrap this up, is when they're wrong. Sometimes you have a client that no matter what you do, what you say, how you do, this is more about them than you. It's their issue and not yours. You still can't get in the mud with them. You still have to fly high when they go low. You still have to give the best service you can give and kind of get, you know, that whole get through it, but get through it with dignity. Don't sling mud back. There's some clients who no matter what you do, they are going to be unhappy. They're never going to be happy with what you deliver, what you said, every email that you send, they're going to nitpick it. Sometimes that just happens and you have to understand that no matter what you're doing, this client has decided you are the antichrist and you just need to get through it, but get through it with respect and with dignity. So that way, if anything were to ever come up in the future, you can look back on those emails and say, I handled myself with grace. I showed grace and kindness, even when it wasn't shown back to me. Listen, these are all my opinions. This is just the way that I've handled things in the past. And I hope that this will help you in some kind of way as you move forward in your business future. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Getting negative feedback or getting told that your work doesn't isn't good enough or your personality just doesn't work for them is hard. You can only do what you can do. But what I'm going to tell you guys is do what you can do with grace, with dignity, with respect, because at the end of the day, that's what you'll have left. When they ask, they, you know, they tell their friends, you know, that photographer, she just, mm, I don't, I didn't like working with her. Well, what did she do? Well, what can they really say about you? If you treated them with respect, you delivered on time. You didn't disrespect them and cuss them out like they cussed you out. Keep it classy, even though your heart might be breaking in a million pieces, you guys. One foot in front of the other. And I I promise you, the hurt that you feel from being rejected or told no, it will pass. And you will get clients who will love you, respect you, and will come back to you year after year after year. I hope that this helped. I hope that when this does cross your path, maybe you'll come back and listen to this podcast. And thank you so much for listening. 
Thank you so much for listening to Tog Diaries. I hope that this message has encouraged you. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we go through and ask me anything. You guys can ask me anything. Email your questions to Ty at Ty Pentecost Photography. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review below. Thank you.